What's up, party animals? Manny Laura here with another study minute presented by Fantasy Cruncher. And I got three stories for you. First, Brick75 adds more accolades to already an impressive resume this MLB season. I'll show you what he did in the early and the late slate. Number two, how contrarian is too contrarian? Uh, I've been studying a little bit, took a day off on Thursday, but uh, looking at my bad lineups over the last two or three weeks uh, and, and being too contrarian is a problem for me. I'll dive into that a little bit, see how you guys can benefit. And number three, I think DraftKings is soon to experiment with the lobby. Uh, I think they're calling some of the high stakes guys, some of the some of the main guys, see what their thoughts on the lobby is right now, how it's affecting uh, their play. And hopefully it's sign of things to come. I'll, I'll, I'll share my experience with DK and hopefully what I uh, assume will be coming in the future. All that and more. Study minute, baby. Let's go. Brick 75 continued his domination on Thursday. Dude, this guy's a machine. I'm 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 starting to I'm starting to think he's not human. There's a few guys this season that have been crushing way too consistently in MLB. Like it's almost it's starting to make me double think everything. Like you cannot win this much in MLB. He's insane on Thursday. He won in the early slate. He pulled off the whole double dipper thing we talked about a, a few like, about a week ago, I think, where you win in the early, you win in the late. He won two in the early. The 18th hole special, which was the bigger one, 25K to first, he split with another user. user. Uh, so first and second together were 40, split down the middle. That's 20K in that one. He also won 10K in the perfect game which was first place there. 30K in the early. He wasn't done because he got to the 19th hole special and he took down 50K to first in that tournament as well. Unreal on a Thursday with no big payouts, no big prize pools, takes down a, a smooth 80K because I'm bored, right? They ran two special contests, the 18th hole and the 19th hole. <laughs> Brick likes it in both holes. Unreal, dude. 80 grand on a Thursday. Yeah, he went he went with some fives. Five and fillers for that 50k. Minnesota scored 11 as they beat Seattle 11 to 6. He had all the dongs in there. I don't know how, but he did, including Buxton, who usually hits last. CJ Crone and Jason Castro. What kind of time machine is that? You pick none of the good players on the team. Instead, you pick Castro, Crone, Buxton. Oh my man. Let me grab that uh let me grab that time machine for just three days. I'll make my year's worth of money and I'll give it back to you. I promise. Unreal. Congratulations, Brick75 on a monster Thursday. Story number two, as I, as I look over my lineups, and I told you guys I, I, I took Thursday off. As I look over my lineups, I'm starting to think, what is too contrarian? Because that is a thing. Of course, that's a thing. In baseball, yeah, you like being different. You like getting away from the field, but you don't like being too different to the point that you have a bunch of sub-5 percenters in your lineup. When we talk about 
guys who crunch 300, 400 lineups and then take the bottom end of the 400 and delete those and use maybe the top 150 or whatever, it's to probably eliminate lineups like that that don't really make sense. Sure, they've taken down tournaments on days where chalk and pretty much everything completely flops. Sure. But having a lineup even full of five, four, three percenters, eight percenters, and then one ten isn't really I don't I think that hurts you in the long run. Again, they're five percent owned for a reason. Having too many of them, that that's just on another level. Even that brick seventy five lineup of a five percent CJ Crone, a four percent Byron Buxton, still had Rosario at twenty four percent, Kepler at twenty two and a half. Sogard at 18.4, and Jason Castro in there was 16% owned. It wasn't as contrarian as many would think it would be. For me, it's how about I eliminate those lineups, whether it's going into my 150, my 200, my 300, whatever it is. Even if it's 50 and you're making 20 lineups and you have 20 entries. Even if you make 50 for that, eliminate the bottom 30. But find the lineups that don't really make sense and are full of complete nonsense. All your spaghetti lineups, throw them out the window. That spaghetti's bad. The sauce, garbage. Get some, get some good lineups. If you're going to go with a contrarian stack, fill it with some, with some good fillers. Get the fillers from Boston that are going to be chalk and just get JD and Mookie in there. Everything else is, is, is garbage anyway. And then use a contrarian stack. I think when you make lineups like that, and again, making them at scale when you're making 50, 100, 150, making 150 of purely good lineups can go a really long way. Uh, in this downswing that I'm, I'm experiencing now, I've had a lot of really bad lineups. It's easy to see when you go back, um, not just through ownership, but just players that shouldn't be in my lineup, I think. And that's it. I focus on bats more than anything. Imagine if you take anything away from this tip, it's, I don't know, make a concentrated amount of lineups to where you can go over them if you have to, but stop wasting money on bad lineups with bad players. I said it in NFL all the time and I was great at doing it in NFL. I think this might be a flaw for me in MLB that I should change uh, rather soon. I don't want to go broke. Story number three, DraftKings, I, I, and I'm just guessing, this is pure speculation off the experience I had. Um, they asked me for my thoughts on the DK lobby right now, and my answer to them was pretty straightforward, right? It's what I've been preaching forever. It's payout structures are horrible, like awful, the worst they've ever been. The rake is at an all-time high, and there isn't anything else for me to join except cash games which for me are, are a lost cause. Let me take you through the Friday lobby real quick. The 888, 100K to first. Obviously, that's not good. 25% to first, about 60% to the top 10. Awful. The medium eights, the $88 tournament. By the way, most of the low stakes guys aren't joining any of these anyway. The 88, 50K to first. That's 20% to first, about 45% to the top 10. Still awful. That's 250 guaranteed, and you're giving 50K to first. The extra inning, the $10, even worse. 50K to first, 
on 175 guaranteed. There's 20,000 entries, homies. That's also 28. Put it at 29 because it's 28 and a half. 29% to first, 53% in the top 10. Dude, we're lucky if we get in the top 10. And you're going to pay out that much? Outside of that, it's a bunch of single entry, three max. No one here that's listening to this is playing the heavy hitter, the $26,000 tournament, or the Thunderdome, or the Fence Buster for that matter, the $2,000 tournament. The 150 is only three max. Now we're down to the $4.20 max and the knuckleball again. Yeah, I think they need to do something about this lobby ASAP. It's awful. Horrible. If you want to join three maxes, go play Dandy Dun and Utica in there. If you want to play Quintuple Ups, add Awesome and McLovin to the pool. That's it. It's a brutal lobby and people are hurting, man. People are hurting. Uh, I think they're asking us because they want to do something about it. My recommendation was have a lot more things in the mid stakes. Uh, it doesn't have to be 150 max or 20 max or 3 max. It can be 50 max. It can be 25 max like the beanball in FanDuel. It can be 40 max, 50 max, 70 max with 5,000, 6,000, 7,000 entries at the four, five, six, seven dollar ranges. You add that, everything else will still fill. Give us a good payout structure and you have another tournament that we all enjoy. But right now it's brutal and everyone's losing. I, I track everyone's ROIs. That's what I do with lineup study. It's brutal for a lot of people. I voiced my opinion. Hopefully, they're asking others, and hopefully, this changes, man, because my goodness. Things are heading south in a hurry. I said this because the call I had was on Thursday, so it's only fitting that I come on Friday and tell you guys this. Hopefully, it's signs of things to come. That's all we can ask for. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are insane. Please, I beg you with all my heart, rate, like, subscribe. means the world on any platform to me. I hope you all have a great weekend. Good luck to all if you're playing this weekend. Catch me on Sirius if you want. Tweet me, mlaura on Twitter. Hashtag study minute and I'll answer every single one of you. Have a great weekend. I'll catch you all on Monday.